Hi, I'm happy to be here today on behalf of Oriac Live, where we discuss what's happening in the professional beauty industry. Today, I would like to welcome Aaron Kuhn, who's the president of CUNITY, which provides financial literacy to the professional beauty industry. Welcome, Aaron. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm super happy to be here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. So uh, I would love to hear about the history and the background of your business. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so we started, gosh, I sometimes forget the years. I think it was 2010, 2011, I think it was, one of those years. And I was actually started by my father, so we are a family-owned and operated business. And I think his background is relevant because he came from a very traditional financial firm, and that was where he started his career, actually as a trained certified public accountant. And then he started working with many beauty and wellness-based businesses. And so his career ultimately led him into being a co-owner and president of an eight-location luxury salon spa chain uh, with about 400 uh, hairdressers, massage therapists, estheticians, and primarily female-dominated industry. And so he really came in purely uh, – he was hired, uh, predicated on his financial background, really. It was a – it was quite a large scale business at that time. And uh, it really was something he learned and saw the magnitude of opportunity for not just the business perspective, but also the professionals within the business to really have greater financial wellness and have a really truly prosperous career. And to that point, he also saw a lot of those individuals really struggling to understand the financial element of their career. And so uh, he really made it his mission after six years of serving in that role to really break down the financial component and make it highly simple, highly visual, and speak finance to a visual, creative, intuitive learner. Right. Well, you know, I think it's a very important part of any business, of course, but I feel like the beauty industry, um, in terms of like education, they probably don't cover a lot on the financial side. I'm sure there's lots of you know, skill training, but what happens when you become a business owner and now you need to have this financial information? So I, it's so important. Yeah. And I think it's it's not just the beauty and wellness industry that doesn't talk about finance, right? You know, I think about I started my career, I wanted to be a journalist. Unless I took an elective or, you know, I had to take statistics or something, but unless you took an elective, I didn't learn about personal finance. I didn't learn okay, how do I actually make money as a journalist, right? I ended up not going that route, of course. But I think uh, the beautiful thing is, is really understanding. And we see so many schools and, and salons and spas and med spas really understanding and embracing the financial component and really making it a part of their curriculum to really showcase that, hey, beauty and wellness is a creative craft and you also have to have the financial acumen to be able to excel in the business component of that craft. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, you have a few divisions as part mm -hmm. of the company, correct? We do. We do. So there's really, uh, you know, we're one of those companies that have really, and, and I respect so much my father, who's still our CEO, is he really, we have evolved to understand and recognize where the industry has the greatest needs. And so Really, we started off and really the bread and butter of how Cunity started was on our Cunity Inc. side. And so that really is our division for small businesses. So our customers really range from salon owners and leaders, salon, spa, and med spa, I would say are probably our largest categories of on the Cunity Inc. side of things. 
Um, and it's really business owners and leadership teams that want to elevate their business and really uh, addressing three critical gaps that they see in their business. So it's improving and increasing sales and revenue. Um, it's driving profitability and increasing profitability. The reality is, is that many beauty and wellness based businesses are lower margin businesses. It's just kind of the reality of, of the way a salon and spa operates, but we can increase margins uh, with intention around that. And then lastly is um, execution. And it's kind of the least sexy of the gap, but it's really providing highly simple and visual systems to help business owners create greater structure. So they eventually can be replaced, especially with owner operators. We find that they get really caught up in the day-to-day -day and they don't properly set up systems and structures and processes. So the business can expand and move from still a small business, but uh, so the owner can start to move into an ownership level and really grow and develop new leaders. So that's really the, the professional side of things. Right. You touched on so many different things there. I, I'm just trying to unpack some of that. So, um, you know, stepping down as an owner to be able to pass some things on to uh, to your staff to make sure that everybody's um, on the same page and able to move forward and structured that way. Um, raising your prices, which I know was a, a big problem with the industry because as creative types, we're like, oh, you know, we want to do it for, you know, whatever, a better price. So it, it, there's a lot of um, mindset to work around to raise your prices. Um, and of course, just just all the different details of it. I mean, it's amazing that you can offer this. Is it, Where is this done? How is how how does someone go about learning about all this financial literacy uh, potential? Yeah. So, well, on the Community Inc. side of things, that's one division. So for small businesses, they can certainly go to communityinc.com and we have live events, um, but we also have uh, something called Community in Action, which is where you work with us entirely virtual. All of our team members are, first and foremost, they are all owners and leaders of multi-location businesses that have implemented the system in their own business to get results. And I think that's something that's really unique. So that's really division one, which is Community Inc. Then we also have Community for Schools. And Community for Schools, this was something I'd always I'd always been really passionate about and really wanted to do for quite some time. And it wasn't until we aligned with Pivot Point, I think it was just about 18 months ago. Mm -hmm. um, and we basically took everything that we were doing in the professional division and boiled it down to um, a very robust curriculum that schools could actually offer before their students entered the workforce as a beauty and wellness professional. So this is a super robust, highly visual design for a beauty and wellness professional curriculum. It can be taught in 20 to 40 hours. It can be hybrid, entirely classroom-led, or entirely self-study. We obviously recommend either classroom or hybrid would be ideal. And so we're in about 130 unique school campuses um, that have made financial literacy a part of their curriculum for beauty and wellness professionals, which is something that is so important and I'm so proud of because I think um, that's really where we can start to make change. Um, again, before those students actually become professionals. And then lastly is something called the Community Institute. And we also refer to that as community data. And so with all of the recent threats and regulatory um, concerns, particularly in the U.S. around gainful employment, uh, we really wanted to be able to provide verifiable earnings data 
um, for policymakers as well as those considering a career in beauty and wellness. So we produced actually a 90-page report realigned with three different PhDs to help us collect this data and actually analyze, analyze the earnings of 3,400 hairdressers across 330 uh, locations. All of these were employee-based, so they were all W-2s, and analyzed earnings data, benefits, um, hourly rates, things like that, and actually published that and produced it in a report. And I actually spent quite a bit of time lobbying that information on the Hill. We presented it to, uh, and, and I know we're, we're working with Canadians here, and so um, it is really important, though, but we are doing a lot of, a lot of lobbying, work, lobbying work, really showcasing um, that's by data, the economics potential of a career in beauty and wellness. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, would you happen to have stats on what kind of earnings that uh, professional beauty might? Uh... Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, at least in the U.S., the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, and this has been something that um, my, our CEO and my father has really, really been challenged with in the industry and has really sought and really made it his mission to try to provide um, A, better access to data around this industry and B, greater financial literacy. And that's really what we do in, in all the divisions. But I, sh I do want to uh, preface that this is market research, right? It's, it's one point of reference. It's not the only point of reference. And we just were looking at one sector of the industry. It would have been very challenging for us to try to get data from independence too. And our goal with uh, getting this data was as verifiable earnings data as possible. So it was for uh, employees working in salons as cosmetologists. And so the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, um, that's kind of the the only real point of data that we've seen that is arguably verifiable. And they produced um, an hourly, hourly rate of $17.30 um, our data found $38.37 uh, based on the findings of our study. We also found average annual earnings of $54,307 um, per year. But the kicker is, is those service providers on average were working 27 point hours a week. If we factor that into what by most industries is considered uh, a standard work week, which is 40 hours, those earnings would go up to $79,000, um, just under $80,000 a year, which is very, very different findings than we're seeing published. And it's something that is also not highlighted with this career is, A, it's a predominantly female-driven career choice for many, mm -hmm. and B, they're balancing the desire to provide for their family, but also take care of their children. And so to make uh, you know just under $55,000 a year working under 30 hours a week, that's not bad. And if you really look at the flexibility as a benefit of a career in beauty and wellness, that's a really uh, important factor to highlight. And so, you know, when it comes to flexibility, again, we're seeing average hours worked 27, or let's round up to 28 hours a week is the average that we found. And 99% uh, of those salons offered some or total flexibility with scheduling. That is compared to just 54% of employers offering scheduling flexibility in other industries. And that's, again, in the United States. But it's a huge highlight and a huge benefit for someone looking for a career and choosing a career that offers flexibility. Right. Well, I, I find it very difficult to find stats about the um, beauty industry. So that that's great information. Thank you. Um, 
you know, yeah, what what could be helpful to someone starting new in this industry? You know, like what would be the best plan if someone decided they want to get it into the hair industry and become a, a stylist? Uh, you know, so they would go the route of a school and then they would um, be offered this kind of program. Uh, I mean, where would they start? Yeah, I mean, obviously I'm biased, but I would say teach us pick a pick a school that doesn't just prepare you technically. I would say pick a school that is going to offer you, if you choose to go into a trade like beauty and wellness, there's so many benefits. There is usually a much shorter path to potential higher earnings. Number two, there's usually significantly less debt than a traditional four-year career path. But I would say make sure you understand the balance and the need to be skilled technically and have financial literacy and understand that to be successful in this craft Uh, You do have to understand the financial element of it because you're not just a creative professional. You are you are a business person. And so making sure there's an element of business acumen is quite important. So I would say choose a career that really prioritizes that in their educational journey. So obviously, Kennedy's curriculum is called Money EDU. So we do have some schools in Canada that teach that curriculum. So that would be my recommendation personally, because I think that's really going to be what sets you up for success among other professionals. Yeah, that's fantastic. I, and and that's true. You know, you really have to think of, okay, I'm going to get into this career. What kind of finances can I, can I make in this career, right? Like what kind of salary would I make? What, what should I expect in terms of hours? Uh, what's the difference being um, a, a staff member versus a salon owner? I mean, just having all that information in advance before you make that decision is is probably pretty important. Yeah. And what's really interesting is the data project that we did um, around earnings and economics is just one of the many the many research projects that we take on. And another one that we do that we have, I think, over 5000 respondents in so far, all students and it's actually uh, something they take before they complete our money EDU curriculum. And so before the intervention of a financial literacy curriculum. And we ask students, um, do you have money or math anxiety? Meaning, do you feel a sense of fear, angst, or dread when it comes to even talking about money or math? And 68%, it always hovers around that. I'm looking at the most recent data around it. 68% say yes. And so we really recognize that Many people actually choose the career in beauty and wellness um, to actually avoid math and avoid numbers, right? Because they like working with their hands. They like creativity. They like the human touch. And so really, you know, what we also know is that usually um, when you have anxiety around something, the common technique is not to dive right in. It's usually to avoid it, right? And so if we can help prevent the avoiding of dealing with money, we can make someone um, change behaviors really rapidly. Also, the top three words that come up with the first words they think of when they think of money are stress, hard, and anxiety. And 76% of these students have had zero financial-related education. Mm-hmm. Um, they rate themselves as a 5 out of 10 in financial literacy and a 6 mm-hmm. out of 10 in terms of financial confidence. And so not only is there a low level of financial literacy, there's a lack of education and there's a huge amount of actual anxiety talking about the subject. So really those kind of create a uh, perfect storm. And so if we can intervene through education, we have, we obviously believe that that's the first step to change. You can't change something that you don't understand. 
we can really, really make a big change for many of these professionals and the whole industry. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, you're talking, you're talking mindset, you're talking about who they actually are and how to educate them in, in different ways. And money is such a, an important part of changing your mindset, especially when you want to become a salon owner. Um, in terms of programs, um, do you have any like program talk topic ideas you can share with us? Like what kind of what kind of actual topics would be taught in these courses? Yeah, well, the the program called Money EDU, there's eight modules. Within each of the modules, they are thematic. There's a theme around them, and we really spent a ton, a ton of time. And again, the benefit of our of our CEO is he is financially trained. So he's a financially trained professional. And so we really went through with the lens of what is most important for a student entering this career to understand about money. And we spent a ton of time on it. And the very first topic, ironically, is in fact money mindset. You know, we're not going to start off with taxes, especially when we know the population that we're working with really does have fear and angst around money and they might not come from having any education around it and they might be really intimidated. So module one is all about understanding the mindset around money and helping them change their mindset and understanding that this is a critical component to be successful in this industry. So there's five lessons in each of those eight modules. So five lessons in the module money mindset. Then we get right into a module called money in, which is how will you actually make a living, make an income uh, as someone who has a career in beauty and wellness. And so we talk about, you mentioned the different types of ways of working in the workforce. We call it preneurship. You can be a solopreneur, you can be an intrapreneur, and you can be an entrepreneur or one of the above, right? And so a solopreneur is someone who's independent, an intrapreneur is someone who works within the structure of an existing business as an employee. And then an entrepreneur is a business owner. And so we really talk about the financial pros and cons of each of those. So that's money in. Then there is money out, recognizing it's not just about what you make. It's about um, what you keep. So that's all about um, understanding a profit and loss statement, understanding expenses and different categories of expenses. Then next is money borrowed, which is also known as debt. So our goal is to help them pay off student loans, understand how to minimize or eliminate debt. Um, next is money saved. So really, we talk about the basics of investing and how to make your money work for you over time. A huge issue we've seen, you know, even with business owners, is they have no preparation because they've invested so much into the business. And so really recognize how to invest and make your money grow over time. Next is money tax. So we talks about, you know, the importance of taxes and things like that. Then we talk about money plan, which is all about budgeting and really understanding everybody has different financial whys. They choose this career for different financial whys. My financial why is something totally different than someone else's. And that's really okay. And that's, um, that's to be expected and respected. And then lastly is money success, which is really how to boil it um, all into one key component and make it work for you over time. So that is the full program and it's taught really in 20 to 40 hours. And then our programs on the Community Inc. side of things is um, different because it's really guided through the ones that we're working with business owners versus students. So it's more about profitability, revenue and execution. Right. So I can see when you're explaining that the entire progression starting from, you know, the beginning of starting a business and working all the way up to investing and saving. Um, I, I think just 
even if you're, I guess, in most cases, a beauty professional, whether you're a, a salon owner, spa owner, um, you know, any anybody in beauty and wellness, really, which is what this course relates to, right? Um, you know, yes, you may hire an accountant, but you at least know this information and you can at least speak to an accountant and, and understand what's happening. And then maybe as you're making your decisions moving forward, you've got this knowledge at least that, you know, you may not be the accountant of the company, but you really truly understand the inner workings of your financial well-being. Yeah. And at the end of the day, nobody cares and nobody's more accountable and responsible to their finances than you. Mm-hmm. Your accountant, it's like, yes, you can hire them. And by the way, one thing that we hear is many, many business owners have said that they feel really dumb when they talk to their accountant. I've heard that countless times they avoid their accountant because they don't speak the same language. And one of the things that we teach throughout the program is called words that matter. And so it's words that matter in the basic vocabulary of a financial professional. So you can just understand it, it's a language and it's not that hard of a language. You just have to understand it and not be intimidated by it. But yeah, absolutely. There's, you don't need to be a CFO. You don't need to be an accountant, but you can understand the basics because ultimately you are accountable for it and it's your life and money really allows you to achieve whatever dreams that you want, whether it's freedom, whether it's travel, whether it's caring for loved ones, whether it's personal expression, you know, it's, it's making sure that you enable that possibility with your own life, but you have to prepare for it. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like something really essential as part of the beauty and wellness industry. I I think it's a fantastic uh, program. And I, I really hope that you know, our audience will look into it and consider this. Um, in the meantime, where can we find you and Cunity? Yes. Well, I would say, you know, depending on your platform of choice, we have two Instagram accounts. So if you are interested on the business side of things and kind of all Cunity uh, elements, I would follow us at Cunity Inc. Uh, it's on the screen here, which is great. And if you are on the school side, whether a school owner, director, leader, a student, follow us on Community for Schools. That's really where we bring life to the financial content more from a student perspective. So both those are great places. We also, or I also have a podcast and that's really more on the inspiration kind of free resource. It's called Money O2, money with an O, not a zero. And it's really, you know, the theme is around money oxygen, really that money isn't the most important thing in life, uh, but it is like oxygen on the God of Habit scale. That's a quote from someone named Zig Ziglar that, you know, is just kind of the inspiration is, we recognize for many beauty and wellness professionals, money isn't the most important thing, but um, that podcast really provides real stories and real examples of people who have really transformed their money stories and their money journeys. So that's just another outlet you could check out. That's fantastic. Yes, money is oxygen. It allows you to breathe, doesn't it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. That's fantastic. So thank you so much for joining us. This is a, there was a lot of information there. Uh, we definitely have some places where we can find you and learn a lot more. Um, and in the meantime, for anyone who wants to see this and learn a lot more with Oriac, we're at oriac.ca backslash live. So you can find us there as well. And I want to say thank you again to Aaron for joining us. It's been a really uh, eye-opening conversation. And uh, I hope that uh, everyone benefits from it. And thank you so much for being here. You're so welcome. So great to meet you and spend time with you. And um, I look forward to connecting with all of you. And feel free to reach out or send us DMs if you've got any questions. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.